What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Women Effect Show presented by Winject Studios. I am your host, Chris Ross, and if you're new to us, welcome. Really excited and blessed to have you here for the first time. The outcome of this show is to inspire and help you, our listeners, to manifest anything you want out of life. How I go about achieving this is with my philosophy, one heartbeat, one mission, one outcome, and that only leads to you adopt the proper behaviors that will take you to another level of thinking. For today's episode, I'm going to kick the new season off with one of the most funniest and value-packed conversations that I've had on this show with Nina Perez. It is not shocking that she has one of the fastest growing podcasts out there today called Straight Talk, No Sugar Added, which by the way, is part of the Winject Studios community. In only season one, she has interviewed several prominent thinking entrepreneurs, leaders, coaches, authors, etc. They take a deep dive in real, raw life stories so they can influence one another to make an impact in the lives of others. In my opinion, what makes her extremely powerful she has overcome so many challenges in her life and has grown her passion for challenging and transforming negative mindsets with her autobiography, Hit Me With Your Best Shot, which primarily focuses how she overcame a hard-hitting life. So whatever you're doing right now, right this second, I highly suggest you putting it on pause, go get some popcorn, and enjoy today's show. Last League, Texas at 843-396-2104, and let us know how you felt about today's episode. Stand by for a quick message and let's have some fun. This broadcast is brought to you by Winject Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? As you can tell, I have Miss Nina Perez. I'm so excited for this on the <laughs> line too. today. And hit me with your best shot. I love that. Um, straight talk, no sugar added podcast host. Um, she's taking the world by storm right now with her show. And obviously, she's one of the members of our fantastic Winject Studios community. And one of my favorite ones, to be honest. And no offense to all the others. You just haven't put in the time and develop that relationship just yet. But <laughs> I was a, a, obviously a guest on your show, which I had a blast on. So You're a phenomenal host. But welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. I've been looking forward to this. You know this, man. I know. You know I've been trying to like lay off of you a little bit because I know Winject is a project, right? So I've mm. been wanting you on my show forever. So I was so honored and grateful that you were able to do that. This is cool. Mm. I think it was, I reached out to you and I always wanted to obviously come on your show because you interview, we've had mutual, obviously guests, um, guests that come on uh, my show and it came on to yours and we all know about the same type of people and, and I do listen to your show. It's one of the shows that I do listen to. Um, I love the, the way that you bring something a little different than most people actually have on their show. You're just real. There's no, there's no... There's no like an illusion or a facade or the mask you put on. It seems obviously for me 
that you show up on who you who you are in a true essence on who you are. And I think that's what makes you so relatable to the many listeners that you have. That and another thing I love about you, you don't even pay attention to your numbers. It's about the message. Why is that? Because I don't care about the numbers. Right. I don't care about that. That doesn't make me or break me, right? I mm -hmm. mean, I am who I am. And I've been tried to be, you know, life tried to break me before and it didn't work. So, you know, numbers ain't going to do it. And then I, I feel like sometimes when you're looking at numbers, you're just too worried about what other people think of you. Mm -hmm. I can't be authentic if I keep doing that. So I don't look at the, I honestly don't even know what my numbers are. I only look at it when somebody who's like uh, coaching me or something says, hey, what are your numbers? And I have to go look at it. Otherwise, right. I just do what I do. Right. I put a team there to look at the numbers. They tell me. Um, and just because I'm, I'm, I want to make sure, just like you, that, I am only bringing on the right guest for me to extract the information, getting the true essence of them and what the listeners right. need to hear. I've always been very conscious that people are listening. Mm -hmm. So when I'm having a conversation, they're eavesdropping on the conversation. But I do open up that communication right there and saying, hey, if you're listening to this, I want you to write this down. And I'm, I'm making them a part of the show. Yeah, right. yeah, I mean, think about how many shows have you listened to and seen where they're interviewing someone, but they don't talk to the talk to the audience. Right, right. That's that right. you're shutting off. Yeah. They, they don't want gives a shit. You're not that special. Like, let's be real. Right. <laughs> right. So it's technically, I'm sitting here. I want people to kind of imagine, and I do this for myself. I and this is maybe I'm projecting this off, and and obviously future pacing a little bit. I have an audience in the, in the crowd that mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I'm I have my fingers on a pulse on what they want me to ask, and obviously the the engagement side and the energy level. So, mm -hmm. and I let's another thing I love about you is that I speak energy fluently, which you know, mm -hmm. and the moment we actually had a first conversation, I think is when I went on your show mm -hmm. and I was like, Whoa, I felt it because yeah. I'm very conscious now how I am transferring energy. And if it's transferable, are you conscious of something like that with your guest? I do. I, I do try to read their energy. You know, mm -hmm. you know, when someone is either like tired or fatigued or they're just not into it right now, you know, I think I think if you're like aware of that, you know how to guide that conversation. Right. You know, if yes. somebody's an extrovert, an introvert, you know, if somebody's like jiving with you can't, you know, or they can't. Mm -hmm. And I just I really try to work with that person's energy and be like, OK, this person's obviously you know, they're a little tired right now or they're this or they're that. And I work with that. Right. So mm -hmm. so that I can get the best out for them as well. Right. Because yes. this episode is going to come out and I want them to be at the best light they could be in. You know, mm -hmm. so I try my, my hardest to do that anyway. But I do believe in like feeling the room and and feeling how you're with when you're with somebody, how you talk. You know, when somebody's BSing you and when they're not. Yep, I don't 100%. care what's coming out of your mouth. What's coming out of your mouth is nothing. If your energy is showing me you're full of shit. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's what, you can curse. You know me. Um, I, I love that about you. That's why I love the title of your show. You're streaming right now in the bottom. And Carolyn obviously hit the little tag and obviously the little thing that goes on the bottom. Straight talk, no sugar added. There's no sugar with you. <laughs> like, no and sugar. I love that. It's <laughs> like, awesome. it's like, like you just, I'm, I'm going to tell you how it is. Don't ask me that question. I think it was something we yeah. share together. We yeah. have, I'm that friend yeah, to, to a lot of people that they, I guess not say hold back, but they want to know the truth. They're going to call me and tell me yeah. what's going on. And I'm going to give them, I'm going to give it to them raw. Absolutely. I mean, my friends always say, uh, Hey, Neen, I got a, a problem. I said, okay, we, do you want truth? Or you want me to just listen? 
You know mm. what I'm saying? They're like, no, I called you because I know you're going to tell me how it is. Yep. Listen, that's the friend I want to be because that's the friend I want you to be to me. Yes. You know, I don't need somebody who just agrees with everything I say and likes everything I say or talks mm. behind me behind my back. Just let's just be real. Right. You know, that's how I do it. So I learned a, I've learned a hard way in those type of situations, to be honest, because I'm more conscious of now. Do they have the capacity to hold Mm-hmm. that type of, I guess, frequency or energy for me. So, and I think that was something that I had to learn through time, through just experience of pouring into others that I can recycle. Mm-hmm. If I can't pour into you, then I, I feel like I have to hold back. And if me trying to explain my vision, that's going to, I'm not, I'm burning energy now. I'm not recycling. So if I'm trying to share a vision with them, that's what sales is all about in the first place. In my opinion, it's just sharing a vision and me using my words to articulate what I'm trying to communicate over to you for you to visualize it in your own mind rather than me going, this is it. (laughs) You need to do this. And that's, (laughs) you do that very well of framing under, have you, have you paid attention to, I mean, someone maybe taught you this or is it something you learned through your own experiences of framing the question before you actually ask the question. No, I think it's uh, something that I've learned naturally, but there's also yeah. like a couple of tips I've learned also listening to you and the way you frame everything, you know, and you actually had given me some good advice at one point and I took that to heart. So that I started like rethinking like what the person is talking about, reframing the question and then asking. So yeah, I've learned and I've, I just naturally do that cause I'm an extrovert, right? So I yes. like to be around people and I like to talk. I talk to anybody. My husband's always like, Lord have mercy. You know, yeah. that, cause it doesn't matter where I am. I've literally gone to New York City I sit on the floor with the homeless person and we're and have a conversation yeah yep. and we're just talking you know so it's all about connection it is and it is I'd love, love that you said that right at the end it's all about connection if you don't have a connection then what I mean what's the point right right in right. my opinion so right. I mean, that's the whole thing about life in the first place if you're not connected to someone we're all seeking love and connection right absolutely either as consciously or unconsciously, we're seeking that. And, you know, we, Tony Robbins obviously talks a lot about this and I'm not going to obviously quote him, join it, but it's, it's sometimes the simple things are, is just the easiest, like for people to wrap their minds around. You have this basic human needs. If you don't get these human needs and touch on these every single day, you start to compromise your quality of life. And then you, now you're going into your own emotions and you get caught up in your own emotions and you start making moves and you're crying out for help in other areas because you don't know how to communicate it properly. Right. I, right. I, not I like, everybody yeah. can take you, right? Not everybody can take right. you there. A lot of, like you said before, right? You, you don't, you don't want to always pour in all your energy out either. If you're not going to be able to recycle that or get that back. Right. Right. And I suffered from this because of, I would pour into things that gave me fulfillment. It did, but I wasn't able to recycle that energy. And I was end up giving the best of me to the people that I was serving Mm -hmm. and I was giving them ones closest to me to people I was doing it for what was left of me. That makes sense. That's a, that's a hard, you know, I had to learn the hard way. There's been relationships in my life that didn't really work out and Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to hold on to it. And for mother, whatever reason, and and I look at it now as it was a blessing that I wasn't able to hold on to it because the life I'm able to live now. So Then that's why I talked a lot about that on your show is like the four A's, right? So if I, I live and die by those, um, but before we kind of like go way down this rabbit hole with you, right? Yeah. So 
like I guess for the most part, if you you mentioned that you can speak with anybody, you're an extrovert. Mm-hmm. I mean, how what is the best way that you kind of explain who you are and what you're about to people? Oh, that's a good question. Um, how do I explain who I am? I just tell people, you know what I am. Uh, I am authentic. I'm I'm me. I'm real. I'm me. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And I always make make sure people know that because I've I've dealt with a lot of sensitive people, right? And so uh, when people are too sensitive, I I'll be honest with you, that's probably my weakness. I don't know exactly how to deal with that too much mm. because I I'm a bootstrap kind of person, you know. So I've been through so much in my life. I feel like okay, so we could either keep vacationing in the past or we can move it. We could keep going forward, right? True. So I and I when I see people, I want people to know that they are you know, worthy that they are worth it and that they can move forward. Um, so when people are too far back where they don't want to move at all because they just want to stay in a, in a victim place, I struggle with that, right? Because mm-hmm. for me, it's like, okay, at some point, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> do, you, do you like, I mean, sometimes, sometimes people end up recreating their own trauma, recreating their own situation yeah. just to feel something. Yeah. It's a they don't know. zone. It yeah. is. And yeah. that's the only life that they've ever lived before, but they're only, they're in a scarcity mindset and a scarcity mentality, or they're only limited to what they think is available. Mm-hmm. So, um, just like, um, if you had a, like a bunch of bad relationships, well, you have to start asking yourself some questions like, what am I attracting in my life? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, and, and I'm the same person in all these relationships. Hmm, right. Think about that. It's like, yeah, let me, yeah. Yeah, the common, like, so. And it, it, at some point, you have to look at a common denominator here. Like, it might be you. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's who I am. So when I tell people that, I'm like, listen, I'm real, I'm authentic, and I'm raw. And I will probably offend you, but not meaning to. Yeah, you know? and you're because your intention's yeah. there. Your intention's yeah. pure. But sometimes you have to rip that Band-Aid off, man. Yeah. Like, it's I, 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 the way I look at also, I, I've never been like a coach to an individual mentor, right. but I have mentored people in groups and just being around me in my presence because I've, I never wanted to call myself a coach because right. you're, if you call yourself a coach, that means you accomplish what you needed to accomplish. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's, there's only, I didn't want to, I didn't want to pigeonhole myself. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you describe yourself? Vibrant, um, oh. expressive. <laughs> aggressive me? like me i'm just talking like uh, i don't know oh, like yeah. if someone's just <laughs> exactly. like what do you it's do a hard question right yeah I'm like yeah. what do you do for yourself what do you do for a living i change lives how i go about achieving that is different for everybody i change right. lives i'm right. here to make an impact quickly right. so whatever that need i can sense what you need from me and i'm going to give it to you raw right and it's that that's where the best people that i've ever been around and i'm talking about i bet some i'm so blessed i met some crazy uber rich people and they act completely different than the ones that are trying to be that. If that makes sense. Yes, it does. They don't need to tell them. They don't need to tell people who they are. They show up and you can feel that presence. They have like an aura around them. Yeah. And that's something that you already possess. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, no, seriously. A, yeah, you already possess you. that. But well, you, you stepping I, into that. I'm hoping to go there. So there we oh, go. you are. You are. <laughs> I'm hoping to you go are. there. You are. <laughs> I'm hoping that one day, you know, I know an uber rich woman. Her name is Nina Perez. And then we'll be talking. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this what, that's what it's all about. Right. So yeah. and, and I had um, a spiritual reading for the first time. And it was a gift from one of our official partners. Um, by the time this comes out, oh, they already know who it is. Um, Kimi Sue Fisher. She's a 
the billion dollar, what well, sold a couple billion dollars um, in Amazon e-commerce has a, she teaches, you know, major players in the game and how to utilize that, utilize e-commerce and then growing them, right. And growing and scaling. She scaled companies a billion dollars. I mean, this is, she's serious, right? So, and it's like, I felt like I met my perfect match. And that's what I wanted to do with Winject Studios. I want to create create an environment and a culture where it's 70% women, 30% men. Because I've been around with these podcast things and I don't like all the testosterone. And I'm just kind of like a, no offense, sausage party. Mm-hmm. And you, like, you're actually, you're actually <laughs> repelling the women. And those are the ones that bring more heat, in my right. opinion, and more right. substance to them. I, that's why I believe this decade is the decade for female entrepreneurship. Well, Kimi, well, for my birthday coming up, she got me a spiritual reading thing, and that was today. And oh. I, yeah, oh my gosh, I am right. On, I today I thought I was like I thought I was nuts. Well, <laughs> yeah, I thought I was crazy, but this lady she's got she thirty years of Yes, <laughs> I know it. now. I am that's I funny. am batshit crazy. So. You know what's even funny? Before this is virtually before I actually got on the phone with her, she said she had a like she felt like like Jaws was coming or something. She said she was like done it, done it. Like she felt like right. a strong presence was coming. I never met this woman ever, right? And I and on purpose I didn't I didn't re- research her or anything because you get caught up in your own mind, right? So I got on there and she was like, "Now I know, I see it now. Here we go." Mm-hmm. She goes. <laughs> Because you're gonna do some shit. And I was like, because you haven't even scratched it yet. I was like, man, it just gave me a lot of reassurance. Right. I mean, have you? I know that you, all the things you've done and you accomplished, and the reason why your show and you're just you, and I love that about you. You can never really manifest the life of your dreams if you don't show up and be the true, authentic of who you are. Mm-hmm. How much do you go about? I guess what is your, I guess routine? Do you spend enough time in your own thoughts to kind of? rechannel this and maybe reassess, measure and reassess and start debunking some of the things maybe you're holding on to in your past that you need to put something else that um, has the same type of, I guess, substance, or it could be the same type of weight and some reinforcing that. I mean, walk me through like the, I guess the inner work and the inner dialogue of Nina. Yeah. So, you know, I went from homeless to six figures, right? In my life. So it's like, I still want to hit seven, eight, and nine, and all of that, right? So mm-hmm. the thing is, is that I has I personally have to constantly re like I I I call it like grabbing uh, bad thoughts out of my mind. So every mm. time like you get like those self doubts and all that stuff that comes in, I'm like, okay, and you out. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not doing that, not today. You know, it's like not we've to, been not today. Not, not today. We've you been that doing commercial? that for years. Have you seen no. that? That the lady. Oh, I sent it to you. She was like, "There's like there's a fire. Building was on the building is on fire. Not today." <laughs> I gotta send it to you. You'll laugh. Anyways, good. Sorry. So that's okay. So um, that's what I do. Like I reassess myself. I I check myself. I'm like, okay, Nina, what's going on here? What what's up? You know, I talk mm-hmm. to myself like I talk to you, like I talk to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, um. I just feel like I've spent too many years fighting life and trying to overcome to keep trying to fight life to overcome. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I can't be spending the second chapter of my life like the first chapter of my life. That's just no, not going to happen. Different. It needs it, every, every step and every level is going to require a different version. Exactly. And, and, and you know, mm. that, that requires you 
checking yourself. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like you need to check yourself. If you're if you're like if you're arrogant, you got too much ego, you got too much going on. You you know you gotta you gotta check that too, right? Because this mm-hmm. is, honestly, Chris, we're here to serve others. Yeah, we're here to serve people, right? And when you serve people, you get air beneath your legs and you start going up. You know, that's how it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, I literally have to like it's really like a daily thing. I, You know, I've gone through so much that sometimes those ugly old thoughts start coming back and trying to attack you with maybe a little depression and anxiety and worry and all that kind of stuff. And when that stuff comes in, I'm like, is this even reality right now? You know, mm. so for me, fear had to be redefined. Right. So to me, it's like facing, eliminating and redefining everything. Mm-hmm. That's what fear is, you know. Right. So that's what I do. I just look at it. If this crap ain't real, then it ain't staying. Got to go. Right. It's different between you have to understand the difference between truth and illusion. Mm-hmm. Truth. I, that's what I, I, I strive for and speak is truth. Me too. And I'm not going to speak an illusion to you. Like time is even an illusion. They're like, like you're like, I'm about to turn 40 years old. Well, me turning 40, that's just an anniversary. All you are is energy. And then whatever you believe in the world or whatever, you know, God, or I, you know, I, I'm very spiritual, but I'm also very religious. I'm, this is the holy month for, for me, you know, in April. So I, there's a sacrifice that I have to put in and my ritual. And, and I think that's one thing I love about, and most people don't even know this. I'm actually, I converted in 2001. I'm Islam, right? To Islam. So just because there's the first place when I was in Bahrain, like I had a, a spotter and whatnot, I was patrolling and taking people in and inside and out of like Bahrain and the Red Sea. This is like mm-hmm. obviously after 9-11. So this is like 2001, 20 years ago. So that was, I was going through a really rough time because I lost my older sister, you know, previously, probably five years before that. But I felt a huge connection, the way that, you know, the culture and the way that they would pray. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you obviously are praying, you, you're alone in your own thoughts and you're giving everything to him, right? Or whatever you believe in the world. That just works for me. And of course, I wasn't practicing when I went back to America because America has her own perception of what that you know that you know obviously religion's all about and it's all bullshit what they believe because you know it's it's just it's, it's just means peace and you have to be at peace with yourself and peace of mind as well and that comes with you measuring reassessing everything and understanding that voice in the back of your head that voice in the back of your head is just fear mm-hmm. that's just there to keep your survival mechanisms right. that's all that is the voice that comes to you and speaks calmly that's your intuition and that's speaking through your soul. So, and that voice, if you pay attention long enough, it, your intuition tells you and it guides you and it will mm-hmm. tell you exactly what you need to be doing. And it you does. know, you know, at nighttime when you didn't put in all the effort and you did some fucked up shit, let's be real. But that sometimes you make those decisions because it's the only decision you have to make your survival. Right. Like I don't judge what people do for a living. As long as it's right. Me neither. Like if it, it's kept you alive, whatever that might, I don't care. But if you're living a life that you don't want to live, and this is what I see a lot of, then you're going to be unhappy. Right. When you had those type of, what were some pivotal moments for you to kind of like really hold you and check yourself and to say, all right, man, like, I mean, like I'm, you need to hold your shit together. Like, what are you doing? You know? And mm-hmm. that's one thing I love about you as well is that you, I can easily sense that you're from the East coast. 
right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. It's like, it's just that, you know, I can right. easily, I, I literally can picture you, like me and you, like at a certain part of my life, like really chopping up and throwing beer bottles at people. You know what uh, I mean? So like, <laughs> you know, like talking I'm not going to admit that on camera. Yeah, no, it's all good. I'll, I'll tell everybody. I know. I'm just I know, kidding. I know who you are. You know what I mean? I know who you are. That's funny. You know? Yeah. So I, I can read that from you. So, but what were some times where you had to really go back in and like check yourself with, the, I guess, the, some of the darkest times? Well, you know what? There's a couple, but I, I will. I, I'm a Christian, right? Yep. So I believe in God. I believe mm -hmm. in Jesus. That's me. Okay. So I remember one time. I'll just give you a, a a little bit of a synopsis, real quick. So I was I was um, in at home. I was in prayer, and I remember I felt this intuition, like you said, that voice that's kind of guiding you, right? And this mm -hmm. voice kept saying to me um, to go back to college, get my degree, and become a chef because that's what I wanted to do since I was a kid. So I was like, come on. I mean, I'm 30 years old. I'm not going back to school right now, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, here I am. This is this is real, real, real talk. So I said, all right, God, I'll tell you what. You come down here physically and you tell me I am, um, you know, released to go back to school. I'll quit my job. I'll go back to school. But you got to come down here physically. Here I am trying to tell God what to do, right? Yeah, right, yeah. So come out here physically and tell me I'm released, God. I, I kid you not, Chris. About 45 minutes later after my prayer, my husband comes home from work. And he says, hey, babe, uh, I got to tell you something really weird. I said, sure. He goes, I was in the car. I was, you know, praying, whatever. And I felt like I heard God talk to me. And I said, okay. He said, God told me to come in here and say you're released. I almost fell out of the bed, Chris. I'm not lying to you. I almost fell out of the bed because I asked God to come down here physically. So he did right. it you look, my Did you look up and be like, touche, touche. Yeah, exactly. I said to my husband, what did you say? What words did you just use? Because to use the same exact words, that's just not a coincidence. No, you there's know? no coincidence in life. There's no coincidence. And I said, oh my gosh. And I started crying. I told him what happened. I went to work, quit my job. While I was, uh, while I quit my job, of course, you know, the big um, disaster that happened to us here in the U.S. in 2008, yes. right? So I was in college at the time and had no job. So my husband and I lost my home. We lost cars. We lost everything. Mm. And we were homeless and sleeping in our car and sleeping everything. And, and I remember yelling at God one day while I was, uh, you know, having my tantrum. And I said, hey, God, you know, uh, how am I homeless right now when I heard you specifically say I was released to go to school? You made me quit my job, but I'm having this tantrum. And I really felt like, and then you probably have felt it, like you said, you feel that strong intuition. I felt yep. that strong voice, that strong intuition that said, I asked you to be obedient. I didn't tell you it would be easy. Mm -hmm. That changed my whole life because I was like, you know what? All right, God, you did not tell me it would be easy. You didn't. You're right. And so now, Chris, every time I go to a place where I'm struggling and I'm going, you know, to that dark side or I'm going whatever, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He told me to be obedient. He never told me it would be easy. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, put your boots on, be a big girl. Let's mm -hmm. keep it moving. Right. You know, so that's how I readjust myself because I, I have faith. So that's how I do it. Mm -hmm. I just lean on what I have. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that you said that because it is difficult. It's not mm -hmm. he's. Everything that he removes from your life, you don't mm -hmm. understand why you need to have faith that right. it's on purpose. Right. So there's a lot of intention. Like when I truly believe this and I was raised Christian, right? So 
Um, and of course, you know, I, I went to, you know, Bible school and all that stuff. My granny would take me to church and slap me if I got out of line and I'd sit right next to her and <laughs> like take her gum and then give me half of it. Cause I'd be smacking and she'd be like, you need to close right. that mouth. So right. this is the kind of, maybe that's why I really like really relate with you because I, I grew up with like really strong women in my life, like really right. strong women. And I think that has as a reflection also in the way that I had the people, the girls that I had in my life and obviously in relationships that they never really matched up because I had, I have in my mind what a woman even is supposed to be strong like this. Right, right. Right. So anyways, but I remember going to church and obviously, you know, those type of moments obviously molded me until now. But even after when I got out of the military and went back home, I wasn't practicing anymore. And then I reconverted back in 2017 when I started practicing like really again and getting myself back to hold because you can only get yourself to the point in time that you need to really take a hard look at your life mm -hmm. and go and transfer that. Why me to try me? Mm, that's good. I, so that's what, that, that was, the, that was I'm my thing. Steal that. <laughs> it's free. You can have it. So okay, you don't need you. to steal. You don't need, you don't need to steal things you can have. So it's, a, it's, at the, it's on the table. You can have it. Thank so you, thank you. I don't own anything. So the main thing is when you go, okay, I got you, man. I know what you're trying to do to me and I get it. And then, you know, even right now, he gives you tests to see if you're really ready for the next level. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's what I've done is I've reprogrammed and re and reevaluated what I'm attracting into my life. And especially when it comes to relationships, like mm -hmm. romantic relationships, because I know what I am going to manifest and I don't know when she's going to show up, but I know that what I'm not going to accept. And those, I guess, shiny objects, come at me a lot that. Mm -hmm. and those shiny objects. And I'm like, I know what you're doing. I look, I got a funny relationship <laughs> with God. My, my relationship is really comical. Cause I, right. I don't know. It's just me anyway, but right. I'm like, I know what you're doing. I know what you want me to do, but I'm yeah. not going to do it. I'm ready. I'm ready right. for the next level. Nope. Skip swipe left. Nope. Not going to happen. Like, oh, no, I don't want that one. That's right. Like, because there's a there's a small little and then, tax. And then you, you kind of want to swipe back a little bit. And you're like, no, yeah, no, 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 because, no, no, no. Yeah, because that's it. You know, sometimes, you know, the the devil's work is behind the most beautiful things that you can see. But there's for no real, substance behind them. That's, there's a small tax. tax you got to pay. Like, tax. <laughs> more money, more problems. I'm telling you, it's true. Like, man, tell you, whoa. And I'm like, oh, nope, it's hilarious. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But those type of moments, you know, you need to have some type of relationship with some type of higher power and understanding and being having faith within yourself. Like yeah. for myself, I knew that my flu game was better than most, but I still wanted to be able to operate at an optimal level. Do you mm -hmm. feel like now, like present moment, Nina, mm -hmm. that you operate more towards a hundred percent optimal level rather than what you're operating at before? Oh Yeah. For sure. I think that one of the things that I try to do also is clear my environment, right? So, you know, there again. Was talk, I had to clear my environment. Write you know, that down, and, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> clear your environment. Yeah, that was really, really key. You know, it's like taking away toxic people, taking away mm -hmm. toxicity around me, right? Just making sure everything's clean and put together. Like, you have to clear your environment, right? Because that stuff clutters your mind, it clutters your life. You know, so, I mean, 
I just feel like, oh, oh, you're you're gonna be negative all the time. Oh, okay, so we'll we'll talk next year because I, yeah, we we're not doing that today. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that's exactly what <laughs> I said. That's how I oh, am, right? God. So people know real quick because they I either tell them straight up, mm-hmm. or I just make sure that the the communication is broken because I just can't no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I had enough toxicity growing up with all the abuse and stuff in my life. Yeah. So as soon as I feel that energy. Energy, it's like, mm, see, no, not, not, not here, and not today, not, not Nina Perez, nah. <laughs> Let's, I mean, not to, not to open up that, that you know, opened up a door, and I was waiting for you to open up that door because I do know that about you with some of the things, obviously, traumatic experiences in life, and it's important in life, and this goes out to everybody. You need to not just look at what the stuff that was traumatic for you to, to reevaluate. You need to look at also your ancestors and the traumatic stuff that they were they've experienced Mm -hmm. you need to heal your inner child first and then also heal your parents inner child on and then looking at them and going i know they just tried to do their best yeah you know they They tried to do their best you know and and even if there was abuse there's a lot of things there that that was there to shape you and for who you are today. hundred percent. Right. I mean, listen, I, I don't care about opening door. You can slam the door wide open if you want to. Right. The Me truth too. Of I'm the, the same way. I'm the I same way. I've been there, done that, right? And I wrote mm-hmm. a book about it. So, yep. uh, I mean, I always say, you know, um, I already exposed my truth. So what you're going to come at me with? You can't mm-hmm. come at me because it's already out there. This mm-hmm. is why I like being authentic and true and straightforward. Mm-hmm. And that's how I like to be. Because I feel like if I can be that way, it gives the enemy and everybody who's trying to come Nothing. against me less ammunition to come to me. You're not coming to me today. You right. understand what I'm saying? I already, I already know. Like, you don't even <laughs> need to tell people. Like, I feel it. Like, yeah. I'm like, so yeah. here's the thing. When a, snake, when a snake shows you they're a snake or the goat shows you they're a goat, I don't care what it is. Like, just you believe them. Just believe. Like, all right. Like, 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 you know, how many flags do you actually need? Right. You I'm like, do you I'm like, saying? do you like to live this life? I mean, like, you can't fool the, you know what right. I mean? People right. into believing who you are. Like you show up and to discover who you are every day. Right. So I'm like, well, damn, I thought I was a tiger. I must be a lion. Right. right. Like, so like, who knew? Like, you, you can't turn a giraffe into a lion either. Right. Right. So it's, right. and that's comes from, you know, really holding yourself accountable to what mm-hmm. you're attracting into your life. Um, Eight Mile, Eminem, right? So um, I love that movie. Since I haven't seen it in years, but the end of the movie and what, obviously how he won that rap battle, he led with all the things that they would say. I'm like, oh yeah, you're going to tell me I'm a I'm white trash. I'm a trailer yeah. trash or this and this and this and this. Yeah, my friend shot himself in the leg and he kind of like went off and he gave the microphone to them for the yep. rap and he had nothing to say. Right. So, but here's the problem. Most people... They like to have, they'll, they'll clean outside their house. They'll cut the grass, have a nice car, have a nice watch mm-hmm, and have everything mm-hmm. around. They'll clean all that shit. But you go inside their house, their closet mm-hmm. is the messiest fucking thing you ever seen in your life. <laughs> so Let's be real. It's so true. But like, true. I'll give you another one. I'll give you another one. I thought about the other day. You know, be careful. Be very conscious on what you pick out the wear because that could be your ghost clothes forever. You know, you go today. Like, think about that for a second. I don't know why I thought that the other day, but it's true. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like my mom would, and my mom, my mom would say, like you know, you be going to you make sure you don't wear no holy boxes today. Right, right. You go to you go to go to the hospital or something. You know, right. like so if you're not always doing the upkeep of the internal things of the right. things you normally don't show, 
Right. And if you right. are leading with all those bad things and saying, it's, it's a difference, you know, you can be vulnerable and stuff like that. It's very relatable. Right. And it shows mm-hmm. you you're a true, you're, you're a human mm-hmm. and you do make poor choices, but you don't, you need to give it to them in doses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't just show up and like real men show their emotions. But if you walk up in a conversation and I've never met you before and you start crying, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, let's be real. Like, like, come on. Like, you know, like, oh my God, look at that sunset and starts crying and shit. Like, I mean, there's a line to that. Okay. Like <laughs> there's a line. I so get you. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I so right? get it. I mean, some like I use, I know when to drop those into conversation and, and, and shedding layers, uh, you know, and a good friend of ours, Brian Bogart is embracing, obviously, you know, all that adversity and shedding layers yeah. and all that pain. I get it. At some point you got to go, okay, it's not about just embracing it. What the hell are you going to do with this shit? Yeah. Like, so <laughs> that's where I come from in the world is what I teach people is to really go back all the way at the beginning when your childhood and ask yourself really hard questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then those difficult questions, you know, who, what, when, why, how, that's going to really, those diagnostic questions are going to properly give you the diagnosis of the problem in the situation. And a lot of times it's not your fault. Right. Oh, yeah. It's not your 100%, fault. 100%. 100%. I always so you, say that. Yeah. yeah. You need to have some type of empathy towards yourself as well. Yeah. Like I see a lot of people, they talk so poorly about themselves. Mm-hmm. I gave myself permission a long time ago when I transferred that why me to try me, I gave myself permission to love myself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like yeah. really love myself. Cause if you don't love yourself, who's going to love you? Right. Right. No, I, I I'm, I'm with that a hundred percent. I mean, even with the, you know, like you said, <clears throat> you know, having uh, some empathy for yourself, you know, one thing I discovered when I was writing my book, you know, my, my stepfather molested me and then I was in a mm-hmm. domestic violent relationship that nearly killed me and all that kind of stuff. And I had to go back God to those you, moments. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and God did bless me. He's a good God. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, you know, when that man put the gun to my head to pull the trigger and that, that safety got jammed, I know now it was God that jammed that safety. Right. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm sitting here today. But I, when I was going back to those places, I remember feeling shame and feeling like this, this really like darkness every time anybody even wanted to talk about that I was hiding it. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, wait a minute, hold up. I'll take on my shame, but I'm not taking on yours. Yeah, it's not yours. It's not you your baggage. It's not your baggage exactly. I'm not taking on your shame. And I realized, you Love know, that. his their shame is theirs. Y'all can keep that. You know what I'm saying? I got my own shame that I've now dealt with, and it's gone. So I'm not taking on people's shame that's not doesn't belong to me. It's and I, did that. I think most of us do that, right? People do things to us, and then we take it as if it's truth. It's not truth, mm-hmm. right? So it's about it's about facing reality and knowing what true is and what true isn't, mm-hmm. right? And you're not gonna give me your garbage. That's not. I'm not doing that. What, what am I not doing that? I'm not doing that today. Not today. <laughs> not today. And so, I always say that because you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna you... title this. I'm gonna title this episode "Not Motherfucking not today. today." <laughs> 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 ah, listen, uh, I always say this, and I mean it. Me and you are literally not promised another second of life. No. Not another second. So when I say not today, is because today is what matters to me. Today mm. is what matters. How I treat people, how people treat me, what I do, my decisions. If I had to repeat today over for the rest of my life, would I be proud of what I'm doing today? 
Wow. You know? So that's how I try to do it every day. When I wake up, Chris, my feet do not hit the floor unless I've thought of three things that I'm grateful for. And if I don't have three things, my ass ain't getting out of bed. Good for you. You know? That's just how it is. It, yeah. That. I'm like, oh, I'm mad today. Well, girl, sit here until you find out. What, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gonna miss a day at work uh, is what's gonna uh, happen. <laughs> you better. Oh shit. Okay. All right. So I've got so many questions, so many comments. Okay. Right. So let's go. Let's break that down. What are the What are the top three that normally come to your mind the most? Oh, my life, my family, my God. Okay. Yeah. That's the easiest ones, right? So, yeah. and I wouldn't say the easiest ones, but that's something that's very powerful for for most people to really understand. Like um, they only do it like, in the states. They only do it once a year, like for Thanksgiving. Go around the table. Like, what are you thankful for and shit? And no one can ever like, oh, I'm thankful for this bread because they're scared of telling people what they're really grateful. Yeah. I, you know, what's funny? It's I actually list things and I will say things that I'm grateful for. The yeah. bad things that happened in my life. Yeah, me too. I'm grateful I that that shit came into my life. I'm so. How the grateful. hell do you think I, we, me and you, are created to be who we are right now? Exactly. If it wasn't for the adversity, that's what makes you who we are. That gives us right. grit. Right. Right. Ain't no punks up in here. No, hell no. So um, <laughs> I had, you know, sometimes God removes people from your life that, you know, that you didn't hear the conversations. You know what I mean? So pay very close attention. And, you know, I see a lot of this and this is a good friend of mine. And, and I'm not going to name his name. I think I told you about him. He called me. I was like, I don't know why my girlfriends and my wife, or the, you know, everyone just cheats on me because you you let it be OK. Right. Right. Like I'm telling I you right now, like I mean, you let it be OK. Mm-hmm. Your girl is out there posting pictures like half-ass naked and doesn't even look that great. And at the time that, you know, she's hugging on dudes and shit, like greeting them. Like, are you going to hold that shit in check? You're right. I mean, you're not going to walk up and hug my lady without addressing who you are. Hell like, no. You know what I mean? Like, and stop, <laughs> and stop meeting girls in bars. But you listen, know? Chris, people will treat you the way you allow them to exactly. treat you. Exactly. And I always say that. I even say that to my kids. I've raised them on that. People will only treat you the way you allow them. So when people, my kids say, oh, this person did that, so I'll say, what did you allow? How did you allow that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one thing if they do it and you walk away. You can't control what people do, but mm-hmm. you can't control what you allow. You know? You, and I just won't allow any of that shenanigans. Not in my mm-hmm. house. No, not today. Not, <laughs> not today. I tell them we keep going back to this. But it's, it is, and it's, it is really that simple. It's like, here's yeah. my standard. Here's what I'm yeah. not going to compromise. Right. And I'm not going to allow you speak to me at the side of your neck this way. <laughs> That's Southern right there. Speak to that, me at the that, side that, of your neck. You're not going to do it today. <laughs> right. Like, you might, you might have got away with that shit with all these other busted ass people that you used to date, but you ain't going to talk to me this way. Right. You know, because I'm not right. and also I'm not going to speak to you that way either. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. You can't just I have a standard and not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to give it. You have to be reciprocated. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, of course, and through time, there's been times in my life and snapshots in my life that I went proud of. And then maybe we all mm-hmm. have these. All of us. And, and, you know, but it is what it is. Like, I'm not right. going to hold on to that shit. Like right. people's attached to a versions of me at certain parts of my life yes. and they're holding on to those versions because it makes them feel good about their life. And right. oh, they see my success and see this. I don't give a shit what you, I don't give a shit. I don't give right. a shit. Like, that's what I happens though. We allow sometimes if we keep allowing those kind of like behaviors, right? What happens is, is that we get stuck in their minds of who we used to be. 
Yeah. Right. And so what you'll notice, and you probably will maybe agree to this. I'm not sure. But I, for me, I noticed that most people don't support you until somebody who you don't know supports you. And then all of a sudden your family, go, your friends and your family want to go ahead and support you. Like you gotta make it. You gotta uh, you make know, it. You have to make it popular for everybody to, you know what I mean, yeah. like you, and to make but it. But I popular. think what what happens is is that in our in people who think they know us, they have us stuck in this version of us, mm -hmm. you know. So it's like, no, I'm not the same chick I was, you know, a couple of years ago. I'm I'm evolving. I'm growing, you know. Right. So don't don't think you're gonna keep me stuck there. That's not happening. I mean, no. you you being stuck there and being complacent. I mean, you're just gonna recreate your own shit, you know. Right. And I mean, it sounds like to me that you came to that realization and you yeah. chose to grow rather than to be stagnant or just kind of like sit back and go, well, I, I blame it on the market. 2008, I lost my house sitting in my damn car yeah. and shit like this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got to you get some point, you got to take accountability and there's some people in life, they do certain things to you. Great. Like I appreciate, thank you for fucking my life up and think you're going <laughs> to destroy me. I appreciate you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. you know, don't, don't yep. think you're going to come back around when I got it all together either. Right. <laughs> you see speak. what I'm saying? Like, speak, I mean, that's what I'm like, <laughs> hell no. Like, like you're going to be very conscious of, I mean, you can, you know, I'm, you don't, just because you do me wrong doesn't mean you created an enemy. Like you're just exactly. not going to, you're oh, just not going to fuck I, with me. Yeah, that's good. I say that all the time too. Like you, yep. you can, you'll get, yep. go eat it in another table. Yeah, right? that's exactly right. That's what I say. Listen, I'll forgive you. You just ain't coming back to my house, but you no, understand yeah, that, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's weird. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, cause if you have, if that happens, I have to fuck you up now. You know, right. like, <laughs> I'm like, but I'm not, but, right. I'm, <laughs> but if I do that, then I'm now feeding into the right, stuff right, that's right. holding me back. It's like the crab and bucket like story. Right. Every time and I wouldn't even get mad at them either, Chris, because right. the truth is, is that if they did it to me again, I allowed it. So yeah, now I got to ask myself, what am I doing? How am mm. I allowing this again? Right. You know, so I, I take a lot of accountability. I, at least I, I, I hope to think that I do. You know, like I really do assess my life like and try do. to take accountability. Yeah, I, and I hope I do. Like, and the reason I say that is because sometimes we're blinded too, right? We have blind spots. We mm -hmm. don't always get our shit together, right? So, you know, I always say, you know, maybe I did F up on this one. I got to check that out, you know? And I'm the first to apologize. I'm the first Me to too. own my shit. I will Me own too. my shit. You know, I just, I don't believe in like uh, blaming anybody and giving you my crap and all that. I don't believe in all that. So I just That's feel like there's too much. Just Listen, there's a lot of air and opportunity, Chris, for mm -hmm. everybody, for mm -hmm. everybody. All this competition stuff and cutting people's I ain't got time throats. for that shit. I ain't got time for that either, bro. Not like, today. Not today. <laughs> man, not oh, man. Today. I, can't, I can't wait to show you this clip with this commercial. <laughs> like this guy. She was, it was actually, they caught her, like, um, it was like a, like a local TV station, like news, the house is on fire. She comes like, the house on fire, the house is on fire like <laughs> not today um so <laughs> get burned up in that house that's so I can't funny but like, every time you say that i, I picture this lady oh, you know and it's like the funniest <laughs> shit in the world so okay let me kind of back up a little bit just okay. a little bit so say for instance if you have people holding on to that version of you in a snapshot mm -hmm. in time 20 years ago 10 years ago five years ago two minutes ago i don't give a shit like some point they have the version and they have a story wrapped up into that version. Correct. Mm -hmm. So whatever that story is, that's not, you know, it's none of your business. Nope. So when I hear people, you know, and this, and this is including this game. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you know, when you're making moves, when you got people that are pretending to be your friend talking shit, 
and they don't realize that my reach is longer than you think. Right. That's happened to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I hear, I hear what you're saying, but Mm -hmm. here's the truth and here's the power behind strength. Okay. Is that you don't even do anything. Exactly. It's not the time. It's not my story to tell. Like, what do do we need to talk about? Like, I know what happened. I'm like, you know what happened from their point of view. (laughs) Right. We got to keep it. We got to keep it moving. I don't entertain. What are you getting sidetracked for? I ain't got time for that. Right. So, so how much, so do you immediately like listen to it or you just, it sounds like to me, you do something similar. And I do, I don't even have time for you to get the second sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't give I a shit what they say. Said. I, I don't, don't want to know. I don't yeah. want to know what they say. Exactly. When they say, oh, you know what? So and so said us, excuse me, wait a minute. Is this going to be productive? That's usually what I say. Are we going to, are we doing a solution thing right now? Or are we just, <laughs> shit, are we man, just talking? You know, this are we just talking? And they're like, oh, oh. I'm like, because if it's no solution to what you're about to say, I don't need to know. I always say my brain capacity cannot hold all the bullshit, right? I got too much to do. I don't have uh, enough brain capacity today. for the bullshit. <laughs> and that's literally how I am, right? Like, I don't I don't know how to, and I don't want to, Chris. I don't want to be fake and phony and finesse it and sugarcoat. And that's not me. Mm-hmm. And I tried that for a little while because when you're around a, a lot of influence, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people with money, but, and you start to go, oh, maybe I should. And yeah, I started saying, you know what? No. How about no? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm just going, how about right. no? And I'm just going to be me. And I and I I know how to act professional. I know what to do. I know how to make things happen. But mm-hmm. but I'm not going to change who I am because you you want to be uncomfortable. That's not my problem. That's your mm-hmm. problem. Why are you uncomfortable? Right. You know. Um, and so I try to respect people. I definitely love people, and I want to see people move forward and grow. But I'm not going to allow you to stop my growth because you don't want to grow. That's that's the angle. That was that's what I was looking for. I'm yeah. not going to allow you to prevent me from getting to the next level or, or actually, no. you know, because the only way out is through. I don't give a shit what people say. I love like, that. Only way out is through. You need to go through it. And right. you, when I'm saying go through it, you're growing through it. That's a, that's the key word, right? I always say the key word is always through. It's through. not being stuck. It's not before it. It's there's through no fast it, track, right? There's, no fast yeah, track. there's, there's movement no... in the word through. There's movement. Mm-hmm. Right. right? No, that's what I'm, then that's what I tell people. I'm like, if you don't join me, I'm just going to run through you and run over you. <laughs> so it's like, it is what it is. I hear you say that too. I, and I've said that in board meetings. <laughs> oh, I don't give I'm a sure. shit. I'm like, sure. Like, you got to be careful what they say. Cause yeah. And, and this is the, that, this is actually important. We need to talk about this. This is something that I don't uh-huh. hear a lot of people talk about. Like the higher you start to climb. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the conversations that you start to put yourself in, I've realized from years and years ago, that I want to be relevant and I want to be talked about and in every conversation without me being there present. Okay. So now I put myself in all the hard work is now starting to show. I've been behind the scenes for a long time. The show came out. Now what I'm doing with the show and obviously with the community and what I'm building. So my name's coming up in a lot of conversations mm-hmm. and not that I'm telling them to talk about me. They, they cannot talk about me. Right. You're relevant. So I'm, yeah. So I'm coming up with those conversations and I'm everywhere. And that's when you know you start to obviously you're down the right path. Mm-hmm. And my question for you is this, you know, when you're in board meetings, you start, you know, getting in these conversations by some major influencers and players in the game. I'm not going after them and I'm not going after their status. No, nope. I want the ones that control the strings. That's where I'm going <laughs> and they can sense that from me. And I'm not going to dummy myself down 
or try to speak words that I don't fucking understand. Right. You know, and I have people like this to try to use all these big ass words. I'm like, ah! listen, I'm like, you can use all these big words and shit. That I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, whatever you just said. <laughs> like, like, Do you I, understand the word fuck? Is all I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, what the hell did this guy just say? I mean, did you? Did, this is how you normally talk. That is like, so hilarious. Like you, I don't even know what the hell the word was. I was like, right. what was that word? Like, I don't know. Forgive me. Maybe I missed that in like yeah. seventh grade. But right. so that's what I'm saying is that that's, that's where when people use those type of words and they're trying to like one up you, you're showing your weakness with me. Yeah. Yeah. You're showing I'm intim- that you you're have- intimidated yeah. by me. So, yeah. So that's what my advice to anybody. And here's my question is to not try to, you know, be somebody you're not. I mean, yeah, it's case it's it's good to learn, you know, obviously better words to be able to articulate what you're really meaning behind mm-hmm. things. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. saying that, you know, I'm just talking about when there's people that use those on purpose to try to yeah. insult you. Yeah. So that. Right. Mm-hmm. So when in those type of situations, how did you go about handling that? Like what would be your advice to the listeners if they're getting to those types of conversations before they even get there maybe? Like how, what would, what would be the right way of doing it without saying not today and go fuck yourself? (laughs) (laughs) I, I usually, if I don't understand a word, honestly, I let them know I don't understand the word because I'm not afraid. Right. So as soon as they're saying a word that obviously they're using it in a sentence where they know I'm probably not going to understand it. Right. Mm -hmm. So when they use it, I'm like, excuse me, back up. Can I, can you explain that word to me? I just need to know how you are using that as a sentence and what it actually means. Right. You'd be surprised. Sometimes they don't even know. They're just using it because they sounded good in that sentence, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes they'll explain it. I'm like, okay, great. Continue. You know? Because, oh, I love that. Continue. Continue, yeah. You know, help me understand what it is you're trying to say. You know, the truth of the matter is, is um, you're trying to um, articulate something to me. So if you're trying to articulate something mm-hmm. to me, then help me understand what you're trying to articulate. Because right. it doesn't serve That's you. That's what a conversation to to... is anyway. Right. If you're trying to go above my head, it's not serving you because I'm not getting it. And it's not serving me because I don't understand what you're saying. Right. So I, I'm but I'm more direct like that. You know, some people probably can't, you know, say that without feeling a little bit bad or awkward. Yeah. But you're, you're saying that with no emotions attached to it. Yeah, you there's see my no point? emotions. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, I'm not a I'm not a dumb person. I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know how to speak. I am articulate. I just don't know that word. And I'm not going to be sitting here all like, oh, no, sheepish because you use a word I don't know. You just used a word I don't know. I got a couple of them you probably don't know. So right. Right, just explain yeah. to me what it is you're trying to say. Right. And, we'll I, got a cu- and I got a couple of the really simple words yeah. that everyone knows. <laughs> that everybody knows. You know what I mean? Exactly. And we and can take it exactly any- what to do with right. it. <laughs> right. And I'm like, because I'm going to say right now, like I use curse words as punctuation. Okay. Right. So it's like, it is what it is. Oh, gosh. Like me and God, we have a funny relationship. I'm telling you, he knows I what I said. I was just going to say, we're talking about God and curse yeah. at the same time. No, I mean, I'll tell him like, you know, you, you try me today. You know, like, it's okay. And I was like, oh, you keep bringing right. me this chick and you keep bringing me this dude, this type, this punk ass dude that I'm going to tell him, stop and stop bringing them around me, God. Right. You know what I mean? You do it to them yourself. Like, I didn't do this. Like, you know exactly what you're going to get. And he's like, well, I'm trying to teach you a lesson. I'm like, I don't want to know that today. Like, oh, you need to be a bigger person. Today, like, no, God. not today. I'm going to be a Nina bigger person. Not today. Yeah. I mean, I'm. it's okay. I get a mulligan every once in a while, oh you know? Like, like, so I'm, I'm just saying like you and actually when I was spiritual reading today, she actually read that from me. She goes, you're the type of person that is extremely powerful, but you don't need to tell people that you're powerful. And you give off a presence, maybe it's like 
uh, maybe I shouldn't take it there because you're okay taking it somewhere else if they want to take it. You know, right. I was like, damn, do we meet before? Like, right, right, right. Like, who are you picturing in your mind? Right. Like, dude, can you like see stuff from like years ago that I don't, you know, like, oh shit. So, right. But I don't know. Like, I just, the way I look at it in life is you, you're only, you only need to hold on to positive things that bring you fulfillment and joy and excitement. Like, I seek, like, I choose happiness over everything because, mm-hmm. Happiness comes from the things that bring you joy, right? And and the things that excite you. So mm-hmm. when, and I see this a lot with entrepreneurs or the lack of term of that they are trying to make money and doing things that make, we're going to make a lot of money. Well, they usually lead you to a road where if you have all these internal battles and issues going on, mm-hmm. then you're going to end up, if you want to know who someone is, give them all the money in the world. Oh, I know. It exposes. It exposes yeah. you for sure. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. It exposes who you are, right? It, it doesn't uh, change. Like people say, "Oh, money changed you." No, money didn't change mm-hmm. them. Money actually exposed them. Yep, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love that. So, like, what are some of the things that you're actually passionate about right now that you're going to? I guess what's in store for Nina in the next like three to six months? Well, in three to six months, I'm actually thinking about building out like I, I'm with you, though, on the coach thing, right? Like, I don't really want to one on one coach people, but I definitely want to impact people. So I'm yes. like, I want to speak to people who have stories that they are overcomers and are impacting people in a positive way. That's really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I want to use everything I've been through in my life to teach people how to go ahead and impact others as well. Like, I'm not. You know, I feel like, yeah, I've been, I have my story is deep. I have a big story. There's a lot going on. But so what if I give you my story? Woohoo. Woohoo for what? Yeah, what is that? That's, that, the only, yeah, that does that, nothing. that's only good for you. That's only good yeah, for that's you. That's only good for me to make me feel good. Oh, yeah, I'm an overcomer. Yay. Woohoo. Right. But I want to use that to show people how to strategize and move forward in their life that's as the I'm moving forward. You know, I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm damn sure not where I used to be. Right. Mm. So and that's all I want to have people do is like so the next three to six months, I've been really hyper focusing on how I'm going to build out a platform and, um, you know, to actually bring people to a place where they're not where they used to be either. I love that. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't mean that you got to be a billionaire and a million. I don't mean that. Who gives a shit? I mean that move the damn needle forward. Let's yeah. move. You know, yeah. even if it's just a little bit, even if it's just something like, oh, I just want to be the best mom. Great. How do we work on that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know it's about so the one on one thing. And I think co- the word coach is being so oversaturated too. Uh, it, drives wanna, me. it gives I me wanna... a physical reaction. I goes, I'm a coach. A coach of what, <laughs> motherfucker? Like, like. It does that to me too. Where's like, your whistle? Yeah, I, I feel like I just—it's just oversaturated, right? Yeah, so I, I, like I feel like I just want to impact the life, and if mm-hmm. it's one, I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. If it's you more could, than one, great. Right, and if you and if you if you want to actually be that one that live that I impact, then great. If not, then I don't exactly. give a shit. Like it is what it is. Like, and that's fine. Maybe they just need somebody else to impact them. Like I said, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. You know, I'm not. That's something we can definitely. That's something that's actually um, in the works with Winject Studios. Obviously, there's different phases of our community. Um, by the time you know this, I mean, when you say by the time, I have some really massive announcements coming out. They've been massive already. Well, Why I do you know, keep but, saying that? Like, just no, say an announcement. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I have another massive. one. No, like, they're, they're, everyone's like eyes are like, "What the fuck is this?" It like what? <laughs> so, right. but that kind of lets me. And even the ones are like, "Well, I don't," because I watched it. You know, I watched a documentary. 
And this actually goes out of listeners. I watched a documentary of Netflix versus the world and it changed, it changed. It opened my oh, eyes to about a, that. Yeah. I've heard it opened my story. eyes to a different angle. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what I was thinking with Winjet. So when, and this is, this is important because when I started putting in that work, I watched this documentary and in the beginning of it, I'll share it with you. And it's like, it's like, you know, you're telling your friends it has a no name and you don't know what it's going to do. You come up with 30 bullet points and the reason why this shit ain't going to work. <laughs> right. Well, that's what everyone's telling me why it's not going to work. Well, I'm going to tell right. you the reason why it's going to work because I'm missing ingredients. Me. Right. Like, I'm good. The reason why no one's done this before, because everyone's trying to make money. I've already made, I've already done. I, it is what it is. Like I'm blessed. Right. Right. But I wouldn't be able to do it if I not did, obviously done well and made the right choices and decisions right. when it comes to investments. Right. So right. let's be real. But at some, like, I just want to be able to sit back and like, it's kind of like the great Gatsby. Remember the old, not the new one mm -hmm. with the Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm talking the old motherfucker. The old one. School? The, yeah. Yeah. The Robert Redford. I remember, I remember reading that in, in school when we watched the movie at the end after we were, I've, that movie meant a lot to me because I've, I loved it. Like the way I look at it, this, he would set up these massive parties at his house and no one knew who he was. Right. And he never enjoyed the fucking party. So he was sitting up there and looking down and drinking his champagne or whatever he was doing, mm -hmm. smoking a cigar. And it was, it was great, man. And he threw the parties cause he was hoping that obviously the, the lady would show up. Right. This was the first love. So the point is, that's how I feel about Winjet is I'm never going to join the party right? because gotcha. I'm going to always, I'm all, I just want to, my fulfillment comes from watching everybody just have a ball thrive. Yeah. And cause I know, I know I've already been there and uh, you know, and for me, it's today's call. It gave me a lot of reassurance that I know I'm on the right path because I, I don't need all the accomplishment. I don't, I don't even want to, I don't want to be the face of the company. There's too many prettier faces, prettier faces in the community for me to be the, for the face of it, right? Like I, it needs to be community, and that's what it's all about for me. So when I look at that, you know, in my path in life, and obviously the people that I have, you know, coming along with me, and not just you can you can do anything you want to do with your show, but you show up to every one of those lives, and it means the world to me because you're not investing. You know, this obviously Winject Studios is cheap. It's not even like expensive. Like it's no, no. I, I'm more right. invested in what you guys are doing, what you're right. doing, what and we're creating. Right. Yeah. And I just, I mean, and that, and that that's something that I I cherish, and it's something I never overlook. And I just want to say in a public way that I appreciate you. Thank you. And you're welcome. And it, it, and I want to make sure that you know everybody. Because you can go through life, and you can go through, and you're building, and you're hustling, and doing things. But I never want to stop. The things that obviously molded me into now, because that's obviously my principle and my core values. Right. And it's it is what it is. But I really love the fact that you know you're wanting to, I guess, coach, but you're not really trying to coach. You're trying to make an impact. Yeah. What I would suggest, and some of the things we're going to be teaching people, is to set up your member site, setting up some type of way, and you open up streamlined communication oh, with your yeah, listeners I'm anyway. To that. Mm -hmm. And then you open up that streamlined communication. From there, we can teach you how to start. I'm just going to show you the blueprint. If people start paying attention, when you join a community, if you stick around long enough and look at, think about bigger picture here, I'm literally showing you the roadmap on what you should do. Right. And go, well, Chris, how do you do this? I'm like, pay attention. What are you doing right now? Why do you think I'm doing this? Why do you think this is, this, this is in the protocol? Why do you think this is the piece? One thing that I am, I need to obviously implement is more of a progress report in a week and seeing where people are. 
And you know, what, what are some things that you worked on? Cause like, um, they go, Oh, Chris, I invested $94 a month. What is it for? I'm like, I don't know what to say half the time. You know, and I don't want to be offensive. I'm like, are you fucking blind? You know, like, <clears throat> like, <laughs> hmm. Like, did you, when was the last time you watched for the live video? I haven't said, I haven't watched them. Right. Well, put forth the effort, man. You got anything worth the like value. Three takes, times a week. Right. Yeah. Or even It's going to be five days a week now. It'll be five oh, days wow. a week. Everyone's going, like all the partners are going to go live and they're not That's just going to cool. go live talking about the programs and the stuff they're offering. They're going to talk about inside the programs. Like, Doug's That's going awesome. live on Monday and all that stuff. It's going to be fun. It's so much fun. But and what, and what I'm saying is I'm going to do everything in my power to help you get to the, you can, you can make an impact to the masses. And then you end up creating um, some barriers there of entry to filter mm -hmm. out the ones that really need your help and still do it in a group. You know, you right, don't need right. to do it one-on-one. I, way I look at it, if you do it one-on-one there, now I'm investing so much more time and energy and if it's not recyclable and they're not always bought into, you know, trying to make that impact, right. everybody wants a fast track. Yeah. Chris, help me be a millionaire. Mike, you need to help your motherfucking self. Like, <laughs> you know, it's not about making Chris, money. Write me a check, Chris. Just write me a check. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I almost want to pay you to get away from me. You know, like, it's like, <laughs> like pushing to pushing your head is a, is a, is a, is a pause button. Like, stop talking, you know, like. <laughs> I'm not malicious. Totally, I'm not mean. Totally. I just, I love comedy comedy. So, and that's why I asked the question, like, what are you like, kind of into? I guess I'm not going to ask the question about where to find you. Everyone knows going to know about the show notes and whatnot, but if you have, there's people that tune in and they're listening to you and you want to leave the impression of Nina and what you're about, how do you kind of, what would you like to say? Hmm. I would like to say to anybody that wants to know about me is that you are always going to get something that is authentic and true, whether you like mm -hmm. it or not. I give the truth. The truth to me is it. That is all there is, right? And then we, we springboard from truth. So if you want somebody who's going to be true and authentic and is really here to serve you in a way that's going to impact your life and transform your thinking, then that's what you're going to hear at straight mm. talk that's what it is that's who i am i don't know how to change that i don't know how to remold that and mm. i won't right so i oh, always man, say to people if, if you're going to leave a message that's going to be nasty you're deleted because i am not even going there i don't got time i just mm. don't have time i only have time to move forward okay the rearview mirror is smaller than my windshield so we're not going to be no... looking back we're looking forward i love right? that um dude you know there's no rearview mirrors in a spaceship Oh, I didn't Think know. Think about that. that for a second. Yeah, that's There's no good. rear view. You can't see behind well, you, right? You can't see anything, but yeah, that's You can't good. see anything. So don't pay attention to what's behind I you. See You're already better. going. Oh, I like that one better. Okay. Like, um, <laughs> I actually learned that in um UGK song, the rap with, with uh Outcast. Uh the players anthem. Well, I think it was players anthem or something like that. Oh, he was okay. like, There's no spaceships don't come equipped with rear view mirrors. They dip. <laughs> I don't good. know. I, I love I love you know, RB and the rap. So, anyways, but I learned that and I, I've always it actually it spoke to me. I was like, well, awesome. damn, there's just no, like, I'm not looking behind me. Why am I going to look behind me? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm moving. Like, so do what you got to do. I'm going to do what I have to do. Right. 
So and my, um, my goal is, uh, Chris, is, is, is I'm telling you, for me, it's really about the one person. It really is. It truly mm-hmm. is. And it happened in high school. And I, just a real quick story. I know we're going to close up. But I remember this one girl that everybody was kind of making fun of. And she was kind of odd looking and stuff. And, you know, she had the black eye, you know, eyes and all that stuff she used to put on her face. Like gothic? And people make, yeah, like very, very gothic. And she was mm-hmm. very isolated. And I'll never forget saying, you know what? I'm done with all these people being so mean. So I sat next to her and started talking Good to her. for you. Well, it turned out that she told me towards the end of the school year that it was because I sat with her that day that she didn't commit suicide. So, hello, mm. one person. You understand what I'm saying? And I don't know who she is and where she went or what she's done with her life, but who knows how that one thing impacted her rest of her life, wow. right? So, to me, the one is all I'm after. You know, so if I get one review, if I get one click, if I, I wouldn't know anyway because I don't look at my numbers. You know what I'm saying? But that's all I care about. It's just the one. And if somebody can, can you know, d- ingest me a little bit because I know I can be rough, but I also know I am authentic because I love them, because I love people. You mm. know, I'm not just doing it because I want to be a bitch, right? I'm not just trying to be mean and cruel. That's not who I am. No. I will give the shirt off my back for you if you're going to do something with that shirt. Are you going right. to wear it? Right. You know you what I'm that, saying? You better wear that shit with pride. Exactly. So well, I know that. Well, see, I know that about you. Sometimes the ones that speak the truth the way that they speak truth, it comes from. They have the, the they have the purest intentions behind what they're saying, and people mm-hmm. get caught up in their own damn emotions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, I'm not saying this to be offensive. I've gotten to right. the point now where I stop apologizing before I say things and say I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I you used could, to. Do- <laughs> like you could take you could take it any way you want to take it. Right. <laughs> Right. Like, I, I'll say that part. I was like, listen, I'm going to say a few things. And I asked permission. Right. I'll at least ask permission. Yeah, I, say, I do too. I do Like, too. Nina, okay, I've heard enough. Just stop, please, for a second. And I'm not trying to be offensive. I have, I'm going to say a few things. If you allow me to say right. them, and please right. understand that my intention's pure. And you can take it any way you want to take it. I don't care if you get a hurt. You, I'm not, It's my intention. You, that's you. That's right, my right, fault. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say a few things if you give me the opportunity. And then they'll, they'll go, well, I don't really want to know, but I'm going to leave them with a little bit of curiosity. Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about yourself today, okay? So stop stop being this version, you know? Right. like. So if people leave me a review and stuff like that, you know, I don't block people. I don't block people on purpose. I'm going to give you yeah. a front row seat. I'm going to make you choke on my success. <laughs> You're going to choke on this shit. <laughs> That's good. I'm going to make yeah. you fucking choke. Everyone make you sit to your stomach right. until you go, maybe he's got a point. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, like, right. That's how I look at haters. They don't they don't know how to communicate their feelings of aspiration towards me yet. <laughs> that's good. All so, right. So think about that for a second. They don't know how to. But if I, I got your attention somehow. Right. So if you're going to take time out of your day to send me a love-hate message. Right. Like, I'm sorry that you're living life. Like, but again, then I'm, I'm not love, sorry. Hate message. That's like, funny. It's a love hate message. It's not a hate mail. It's a love hate message. You really love me. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. But you want to hate me. Yeah, but you, you're like, <laughs> you can keep hating all you want. But like, that's funny. I mean, it's what it is. Like, go have fun. Well, let, let me know what comes out at Taco Bell next week. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Like, <laughs> like, like, not today. Nope. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> I give. I make people kind of like sit back. I'm like, you know, it's even funny when I say things in board meetings sometimes, and there's some big players in a room, 
and I'll say things. I'm like, you didn't think I was going to go there, did you? I'm like, like I bet you, I bet you, you didn't think of what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you ask yeah. that dumbass question. Right. And when I know that I'm not going to make an impact because you're already set in your ways. Right. I just, just don't, don't say nothing. Don't waste your breath. Don't yeah, waste your breath. Say, exactly. I don't, I don't really say anything. I just go, oh, okay. Yep. I'm like, man. Yeah. I ain't got time. It's all good. And I'm like, it's all good. And I'm like, so what? Oh, you know, I did actually a real quick story. I'm going to share this with you and the listeners. I have a list. And when I put people on this list, doesn't mean they can't come off this list. They can't come off. But I don't, you know, I was telling you that um, I call it a flex folder. But inside that flex folder, I have a list of the Google Doc and I put their name. Like I'll tell people on the phone, like, listen, it's all good. I'll put you in a never be successful list. Damn. You know what I mean? And <laughs> Damn. It is what it is. And and I still have this list. It's a long ass list. So and I'm like, listen, I'm like, you can talk, you can call back to the company. You didn't buy me, motherfucker. You bought, you know, like whatever that was. So I right. I love you. I can, I'll put you in contact with someone that will listen to you. You know, like I don't right. want to entertain this shit. So right. and he was like, Well, what and I got and I you know how many people I've changed their life this way? With this approach. And this is why I'm going to share this with the listeners. I said, listen. I said, hey, man. Where do you live? He goes, oh, I live in Jacksonville, Florida. I still remember this cat. I said, do you live in Jacksonville, Florida? I said, you got a phone? He goes, yeah. I said, you know, they got an app called Amazon. Yeah, I got Amazon Prime. Great. This is what I want you to do today. So what I'd like you to do is I want you to go to Amazon Prime and go there and type in mirror. Like a, like one of those mirrors. It's important you, you type in a mirror because I want you to just small mirror. And it was like, what type of mirror? I was like, I don't know, like a mirror, just a mirror that you can able to hold up like this, like mirror, mirror on the wall, like whatever. Right. So I want you to do is I want you to order that. I want you to pay for it and then bill me, bill me, please bill me, send me the invoice and I will pay it. But I want you to not, I want you to not open it when it arrives. I want you to book a call on what I want to do is let me hold that as a, as an, just use this as a teaching moment and an assignment if you're willing to do it. He said, absolutely. Had no idea what I was going to do. So here's what I did. Set up a call. Went to my assistant. I had him fill out a questionnaire. Questionnaire. And I did it because I knew he would never buy what he was. I was, it, was a, it, was like, it was a huge program. It was like $70,000. It was an investment program. Right. And I was the guy you know, was in the program. Well, I was the guy that was for the company. I, had a, I was an independent contract and I had a sales team underneath me. And I was the guy that signed off on the recommendations to make sure that I held my, held my team accountable. So that was what right. the call was about. So he got on a call, thought I was going to try to sell him this program. And I wasn't my, I told him before, I'm not trying to sell you shit. So anyways, Amazon box, right? Remember the box is kind of like breakaway. Yeah. So we're on a live call. I normally don't turn my video on for calls. It's, it's important because I want them to hear me. I said, all right, man, open a box. He opens a box. I said, all right, now, so take the, take the, take the um, mirror and turn it where you can't see yourself, where you can see me. That's all right. So what I want you to do I'm going to introduce you to the person that it is really holding you back and flip it over. That's the reason why you're not successful is you. You're not successful because of you. When you get out your own way, and I want you to look yourself in a mirror every time. I want you to sell yourself on what you just told me, on why you excuses on why you're not successful. And I want you to say it with a straight face. Practice that for me in a week. It didn't need to take a week, Nina. The call was scheduled for 15 minutes and I took two. <laughs> wow. He wasn't, he wasn't offended. I told him, I was like, listen, this isn't to offend you. I'm going to do this. And this, this is a hard truth. The reason right. why you're not successful is you. You are the reason. 
and you keep telling and blaming everybody and this victim bullshit mentality. I ain't got yeah. time for that. Like, right. you know, I come from in a world, my sister could not walk, talk and, br- and breathe and breathe through tubes. Okay. So, and you going to tell me that you can't do something in life mm. and you can, you can think you can walk and talk. And so people tell them, don't tell me that shit. So right. Right. day later, I got an email. You changed. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for that. Right. I'm always, and he hung the mirror up. He kept the mirror whatever. I haven't talked to this guy it's ever like since. It's a reminder. Yeah. It's a reminder. Like, you know, and, but here's the thing. If I would have did what everybody else was normally would have done, he would have never, I would have never tried to make an impact. I did that as a kindness of my heart. Now, hopefully he knows that I wasn't being offensive, but I didn't put him on the list and never be successful, (laughs) you know, like after that moment, because he was open to it, but he would have no showed my ass. Like you would have went on that list. Right. (laughs) You would have went on that list. (laughs) I want I think that's one of the day, um, the NFTs like they're doing like now is like, um, I'm going to get like a list. And I'm going to take that list and post it somewhere. And if their name's on it, oh, well. Oof. Oof. <laughs> That's, That's messed rough. up. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. It's all up. good. But I appreciate you coming on. Um, I Thanks Every conversation me. I've had with you since the first one has been amazing. And I look forward to many, many, many more. So anything else you want to add? I think it's just been a beautiful call. Yeah, me too. I've been having a lot of fun. No, Chris, there's nothing else I want to add. I just want to say thank you because Winject is going places and I'm glad to be a part of that, you know, that genesis. Um, Mm. So I can't wait to see what happens. And I'm really grateful to be here today. So thank you. You're welcome. And I appreciate that. And I was, that's why I was saying, you have anything you want to add? That was my trick question Oh, because of no sugar added. So (laughs) right. Anyway, so Winject is going uh, there though. Yeah, it's, I know. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. It's just, it's just going to be so much fun sitting yeah. back and watching people going, Oh, that's why he was, that's why we're doing this. That's why he has, that's I'm, I'm very strategic and very methodical. And that's why I have certain partnerships for certain things. Right. And I'll go, Oh, right. that makes more sense now. I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. Anyways, but guys, I appreciate you. Be well, be you be great. Take care. Reach out to Nina. Send us a text message. 843-396-2104. Nina to contact Nina. And we put it in a folder and that way we can obviously open up communication, but I appreciate you again. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care guys. Peace. All right.